We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. It is not my Father's will that we should suffer with cancer and the other dread diseases that bring such pain and anguish. But you see, looking at it from purely a mental standpoint, not accepting the Bible, trying to... People will say, well, yeah, but now, uh, you see, God uses those things to teach us. What did he give us the word for? Did he use those things to teach Israel? No. He gave them his word, said, walk in it. You won't be sick or take sickness away from much of thee. I'll bless you above all peoples everywhere. The number of your days you'll fulfill. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, A Better Covenant. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, if it wasn't his plan for his servants to be sick, why would it be his plan for his sons to be sick? Huh? If it wasn't his plans for his servants to not live out their full length of time, he said, the number of thy days thou shalt fulfill, I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. If that's his plan for his servants, could his plan for his sons be any less? Would he love his sons any less than he loved his servants? No, thank God a thousand times no. Hallelujah. I believe that it is the plan of the Father that no believer should ever be sick. Oh, I know. You'll get criticized for saying that. Oh, he's gone off the deep end. They'll even accuse you of being a cult. Isn't that something? For believing the Bible. Pentecostals will do that. I know, they've done it. I've had them to tell me so. Well, they can believe what they want to, but I'll just believe the Bible. Glory to God. I believe it is the plan of the Father. That no believer should ever be sick. That he should live his full length of time and actually wear out and fall asleep. Hallelujah. It is not my Father's will that we should suffer with cancer. And the other dread diseases that bring such pain and anguish. But you see, looking at it from purely a mental standpoint, not accepting the Bible, trying to... People will say, well, yeah, but now... uh, You see, God uses those things to teach us. What did he give us the word for? Did he use those things to teach Israel? No. He gave him his word, said, walk in it. 
you won't be sick or take sickness away from much of thee. I'll bless you above all peoples everywhere. The number of your days you'll fulfill. Sure, they learned. They learned that it didn't pay to disobey God. But if they'd listened, they'd have known that ahead of time because he already told them that. Go back to the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy and see what he said. First 15 verses, he said, walk in my statutes, keep my commandment, all these blessings come on you. If you do not keep them, all these curses will come on you. Already told them. Already told them what the curses was, what the blessing was, and told them how to stay out from under the curse and stay under the blessing. So that wasn't his way to teach them then when they did get sick and go down to the gates of death. And... Are you following me? But you see, that's, that's human reasoning. That's, that's the, the small peanut brain of theologians <laughs> are trying to deal with a biblical truth. And they interpret in the light of what they see. Well, this man was a good man. He even preached the gospel and he got cancer and suffered and suffered and suffered and suffered and finally died. Well, I regret that, but I still don't believe that was the plan of the Father God. I said, I still don't believe that's the plan of the Father God. Their soul abhorreth all manner of food. They draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto Jehovah, the Lord Jehovah, in their trouble. And he saveth them out of their distresses. He sendeth his word and healeth them and delivereth them from their destructions. Men were sick. Because of broken laws, because of sinning against the word of God. I'm speaking of the Jews now, but the same principles can apply to us. As they kept the covenant law. Now bear that in mind, the covenant laws, bear that in mind. No illness was among them. But when they sinned, their bodies were filled with diseases. But even then, thank God, they had a right to turn to the Lord and find their healing and find forgiveness. Well, would a better covenant established on better promises? If we keep our covenant law or commandment, would, that, uh, would it work now? I believe so. I refer quite frequently to, and I never thought it came as, because, see, I wasn't taught it. It came as revelation to me. I didn't see it that way, you know, because we weren't taught. Several years ago, we were preaching, my wife and I, in a western state. And young man and his wife, who had, at this time, they weren't, but had been in the ministry, built a couple of churches. That little three-year-old daughter had uh, epilepsy, and uh, they'd carried it to the leading specialist west of the Mississippi River, and after he ran a brainwave test and so on, said this is the worst case he'd ever seen. That's all he'd been treating for the last 40 years was epilepsy. This is the worst case he'd ever seen. Well, they're trying to believe God for that child's healing. They called over to the motel one day, uh, and I was shaving, getting ready to go to church, actually, and, and my wife, I heard her say, well, he don't ever go unless uh, the Lord tells him, because nasty, you get so many calls, you couldn't. That's all you'd be doing, you you got to get, you know, get ready for your services. The Lord said, go, go if he doesn't know. Which very seldom he ever does. 
So I stuck my head out the bathroom door because the Spirit of God said to me, go. And I said, who is it? And she told me. And I said, tell him we'll be around there in about 10 minutes. Well, now, I just assumed that what the Lord wants me to do is go down there and pray for the little child, see. But you see, as I'm finishing getting ready and then going over, the Spirit of God speaking to my spirit on the inside of me. He said, don't pray. Don't pray for the child. Don't pray for the child. Don't lay your hand on her. Don't anoint her with oil. Say to the mother, because her mother had had some difficulty that we'd helped her with and towards other relatives of walking in love towards them, you see. Say to the mother, I said to Israel, walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and I'll permit none of the diseases upon thee which I permitted upon the Egyptians for I'm the Lord that healeth thee. I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee and the number of thy days thou shalt fulfill. Now say to her, paraphrasing that in New Testament language, that is New Covenant language, Old Covenant, New Covenant, paraphrasing that in New Covenant language, and here it is, John the 13th chapter and the 34th verse, a new commandment, a new commandment, I give unto you, what is this new commandment? What is the commandment? See, we don't have to bother about commandments. Under the new covenant, the old covenant had the ten commandments. Well, I know every time you say that, people say, well, you mean we don't have to keep the ten commandments? Well, wait a minute and listen. A new commandment to give unto you that you love one another. If I walk in love, I'm not going to break any commandment that was given to curb sin. You don't have to write to me and say, Thou shalt not lie on Clint. If I love him, I'm not going to lie on him. You don't have to write to me and say, Thou shalt not steal from this man. If I love him, I'm not going to steal from him. See, you don't have to bother about that. New commandment. I give you that you love one another. How? How are you going to love one another? That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. How are you going to love with the God kind of love? Well, he furnishes it. Isn't that wonderful? No wonder this is a better covenant. He furnishes it. The love of God has been shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Ghost. You're born again, the love of God's in there. Let that love dominate you. And so he said, say this to her, paraphrasing that under New Covenant language. You keep my commandment of love, walk in my statue of love. I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee and the number of your days you'll fulfill. Well, why don't it just automatically happen? Because you've got to let Satan know, bless God, that you know. So he said to me, you say to her, say to Satan, Satan, I'm walking in love. See, she's got this all straightened up with her kinfolks now. I'm walking in love. Now you take your hand off of my child. I told him. Just told him what the Lord said. Somebody said, well, what if she hadn't done that? Her child would have still had epilepsy today. But what did she do? I mean, she took hold of it. I mean, just... Praise God like a dog does a bone, run off with it. 
I mean, I hadn't got it out of my mouth until she just boldly, you know, stomped her foot and said, Satan! And this child, she's going into this epileptic seizure, you know, or this the preliminary attack and on into it and said, Satan, I'm walking in love. You take your hand off of my child. You know what happened? Fast, you snap your finger. That's seizure stop. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan and Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Ministering to Your Family. Next is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Avoiding the Trap of Offense. The last item is Lynette Hagen's DVD, Facing Your Goliath, all for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. April 8th through 10th. That's a Friday uh, through a Sunday right here on the campus. Uh, you can come and find out all about Rhema. Yes. Uh, you, you know, you get to attend some classes. Uh, there's, a, there's a night of worship. Oh, uh, awesome, there's a luncheon. Awesome uh, there's just uh, all kinds of information about jobs and housing. And so, hey, just go to rbtc.org and all the details are there. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.